This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. We are live once again from SEMA 2017 right here at MagnaFlow. I have to thank MagnaFlow for uh, inviting us out, giving us the stage, and uh, once again making us look like a legitimate thing. Somehow. <laughs> yes. Somehow. Uh, that's somehow they managed. Jeff Glucker to my yes. side. And we have got Jason Engel here. How you and doing? And we've got his right-hand man, Jared. <laughs> He said guys? that softly because he forgot your name at the last second. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I paused for a second. And I'm like, <laughs> well, we Jared. did just okay. meet a few minutes ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you guys are classic recreations. Basically, you're working with uh, late model Z34 Cavaliers. And Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so all about front-wheel drive for you guys, right? Yeah, quite. I mean, you've been on before, but tell everybody what you guys do. Uh, we're licensed by Shelby. We have a little bit of a niche business. Uh, you pick your color, and you get your pro-touring car. So vintage vehicles, mainly Mustangs is our niche business, right? But we do Camaros. Oh, you brought that yellow one a couple years ago that was goddamn gorgeous. Well, thank you. And we, I want to build my cars, man, when not only they look badass, but I want people to be able to drive them. Yeah. Uh, these cars are drivable, man. Bluetooth, AC, tilt steering, power brakes, and that's where he comes in. Jared here to the left yeah. of me. Um, <laughs> hey, put this in the car. But um, So you're busy pounding panels, and you're like, hey, go wire some shit. Yeah, go do right. this. <laughs> So it's 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 pretty cool. Uh, that, that's what I want to do. Uh, I want to be able to a customer to call me and say, "Hey, I want this color of car. This is the one." Okay, thanks. I want pink. Done. Yeah, you paint, know, paint a sample. Yeah, correct. I mean, it's pretty they, cool. If they want it, they get it. Right. Basically. Have you ever? I don't care what it is. Have you ever? Oh, so you have never talked to anybody out of anything. No. Okay. No. I, we've done infrared stuff to. I mean, you name it, we've done it. I mean, you know, whatever the customer wants, like in Burger King, you place your order, you're going to get what you ask for. Now, what about on the engine side? What if they want, like, oh, I want a, a 2.3 liter EcoBoost? I mean, we offer that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the answer is always yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. The, so the gamut of engines that you can shove in there and make them work, right? they'll get it. Yes. What, about, what if, though, they're like, I want a, a Shelby Mustang with anything LS? No problem. Yeah? Yeah. I'm mean, not this brand one. specific. Okay. You know? yeah. so how about this one? Tesla drivetrain in a Shelby. Oh, that'd be bitching. Yeah, yeah dude. I was sitting there talking to a guy. What was it, Jared? It was like a couple days ago. Yeah. About a yeah. You look. You know that. Think about this electric thing because I think it's I think it's coming back right. I mean, they are producing big power. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not against it. Not at all. P100G all-wheel drive drivetrain dri- in that would be. Yeah, I'd be an impressive. Car. I mean, it'd be it'd be the you'd be doing a lot of wiring. I'd be that'd be crazy. To build be, one of those. I mean, in all honesty, it, <laughs> would, it wouldn't be the loudest. It wouldn't be the like in that sense. But it would be the fastest car out of your shop. Probably, it would yeah, up to a certain point. And then, I agree. And then you take it over. Um, so it, it, there's no shortage of people who want Shelby Mustangs. No, I mean it's a thing. And but like you said, you build other stuff too. As you do the Camaro, and is there anything else in the, in, that you're doing? Uh, I can say this: we're, we're working on a Mopar deal. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, Shelby's in my blood. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's I love it. I have a passion for that brand. The way you know goes back to the beginning of when it, the inception of Shelby. But 
I've always liked to branch out a little bit, and uh, I'm feeling out some Mopar things. Well, you don't want chicken for dinner every night. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's, well, I'm that's pretty stunned. fantastic. Is there anything um, exciting that you see besides the just the general, like, give me a 427? Like, is there anything out there that a customer hasn't asked for that you want to do? You know, I'd really like to do an EcoBoost car, but turn it up. Yeah. 3.5. Yeah. And turn it up. You know, I haven't had a client ask for that because I know what kind of power that can put down. Um, oh, those are 600 horsepower with minor tweaks. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be cool to put bigger turbos on it and big exhaust and make yeah. it really perform. Yeah. Well, see, now, in my head, because I'm, I mean it to go to Raptor, I am thinking that engine, I guess I can't get this idea to lift the car a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. skid yeah. plates, uh, like... <laughs> Rally king, car. king, king yeah. of the off-road. That'd be badass. <laughs> see, now. Make like a Baja. Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, it's kind of like, uh, did you ever see the um, Superformance uh, Grand Sport that they built for off-road? Yes. That thing was dope. It is. It's sick. Yeah, yeah I agree. Do that with I a agree. Shelby. It'd be That'd really be wicked cool. wicked badass. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, or like the uh, like the Thomas Crown car. The Thomas Crown car. I love that car. Like, Jared, what did I say yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Thomas Crown car. Yeah. I kind of want to do one. Right. You know, I'm not... Yeah, the little eBay Baja thing out here, it's yeah. kind of cool. It's like, eh. But then when you start thinking about the idea of it, I'd like to drive it. Right. In fact, I'd like to drive it, like, through the parking lot right exactly. now where that big jump is at yeah. Ford. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> See how good it does. Oh, badass. Yeah. Um, but, you get the connections at Ford. They might let you. Yeah. <laughs> possibly. Um, but uh, the Thomas Crown car, man, that's that's another one I'd like to grab onto. Yep. Oh, yep. It's cool. It's very cool. I, uh, that is one of the cars that got me into the idea of wanting to, and it's going to be a theme through all the rest of my podcast until I do this, is to build a safari-esque car. And Chris is shaking his head. That's hilarious. Like, well, here's why. It, this is, it's, it's like bolt, it's like the bolt-on fender, fender flares from two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's the new theme that everybody's running with, and it's unfortunate because you've wanted to do it for like five years, and everybody else is like, okay, let's do it now, after they watch Lee Keen's cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's on a project car that's stale as can be. Uh, everyone's going to be listening to these Steam episodes being like, <laughs> dude, just either sell the car or pay the money and get it done. So uh, we're somewhere and we're figuring it out. But it will happen. And if I don't safari that, I'll safari something else. But Every one of us has a project, dude. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Well, he's always... Uh, the thing I keep telling you is like, he's like, oh, it's been sitting for a few years. And I'm like, that's that's normal. Yeah, but yeah. now it's costing me money to sit where it wasn't costing me money. Before. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, speaking of in your world, uh, how many cars do you have going at any one given time? Um, okay, so it's pretty cool, man. The whole process of our business, we have separate buildings for each process. So you have metal fabrication, bodywork, paint. We now opened up a new 8,000-square-foot restoration center. So, like, I don't give a shit what you bring me. Well, Truck, whatever. And the crochet TP. Yes, of yeah, course. you got to have that. It's Oklahoma. But the... Uh, um, so, if you say throughout all those, you come to my place, you're going to see 25, 30 cars. Yeah. yeah. Realistically. In that's various a, stages. In yeah. various stages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot for, you know, what is ultimately relatively small business still. Yes, sir. That's that's an awful lot. Yeah. So, people can bring so people can bring stuff to you to get work done, though, like yes. something they haven't bought from you. Correct. And that goes through our restoration center, okay. which is a whole new entity. And, you know, I wasn't real gung-ho about this whole thing. Uh, my father was like, oh, he's retired. He's, you know, all cantankerous as all hell. And he's like, oh, I want to get the training. So we did this. It's insane. I don't know if Jared knows this. We picked up another 65 Fastback for like a $100,000 restoration while we've been gone. 
it, it, stuff's just rolling in, and it's kind of surprising. So I, I'm anxious to see how this takes off. Well, is it nice to be able to put together cars without having to fabricate everything? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy those panels, those re, the uh, you know. Yes. New old stock panels and stuff like that. Those guys don't want, hey, I want infrared night vision and a fucking, you know, power this and flip down. They don't want that. They just want the car restored. So, right. yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you, just out of curiosity, we've seen like the uh, the classic Porsche market completely blow up out here where it's insane. Oh, yeah. Has it hit uh, Oklahoma as well? No. Or? No. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, man. We all drive trucks. Right. No, it's a, yeah. uh, what's really hit hard there, of course, the Mustang, yeah. Camaros. Trucks. Now you have like F100s that are hammered. Jerry, uh, tell them about your truck a little bit. I have a 72 C10 with a big block Chevy that's slammed. Uh, it's probably 500 horsepower, overdrive transmission, posi track, uh, fuel injection with you know stainless fuel cell. So that's really popular in Oklahoma. Those types of builds. Yeah. So like a good like you could rip across the highway in it. Correct. Like comfortably. Correct. But you're and it really, looks badass. But you're yeah. driving a badass truck. Right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I might need to get another truck. <laughs> yeah. They're so cool. See, I love that stuff, but I like going against the grain a little bit, too. Just doing something weird and different and be like, yep, that's faster, even though you didn't expect it to be. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. That's no, always cool. Yeah. That's uh, Now, um, you said it was 72? Yes. Did you do suspension and everything, too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So are you, are you using it just to, like, a runabout truck, or are you taking it, you're going to run it at any events? Or, or It's just kind of a driver, just like a daily driver type build with a lot of horsepower, you know, just to kind of get in, cruise. You can take it down the highway, you know, drive it. Don't Do have you, to be too precious with it. No, no. I mean, it's painted. It's really slick. looks really good, but... You know, if it gets rock chipped or something like that, just you know, whatever. On right. Well, it also helps when you get a paint shop to fix stuff too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to you got to work on the deal. Yeah. Uh, These guys crack me up, dude. He's not telling the whole truth. So <laughs> I built so, the whole truck myself. Yeah. He did all by himself. Awesome. Um, and then I let these guys. You you know they use our paint booth. They get to use any of that equipment. Bonuses of working at the shop. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. Ultimately, they're just training training themselves after hours. Exactly. They don't, secretly, they don't know yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that, so disregard it. Yeah, he's like, paint your truck so I can see mm-hmm. what you're capable. Exactly. Of. I might let you paint one of my cars. You hit the nail yeah. on the head, buddy. We no. just had the uh, the height suspension guys on. Yeah. And some of their stuff they were talking about was pretty dope, like doing IRSs on trucks like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Four yeah. links and, and, yeah. and lots of cool stuff. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Uh, now. You said you're, you know, you're working on the Mopar deal. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that, you, that would be out of the box for you guys that you'd love to go out there and grab? Is there a market emerging that that you're thinking like, let's jump on Fox bottoms or or even older like shoe, for shoe boxes? <laughs> you hit you like you hit my my heart Fox yeah. bottoms. Uh, I love those cars. Uh, Broncos. Oh, okay. We're gonna do a Bronco. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, there's no question. We're going to do it. We really wanted to have one this year here at SEMA. Um, we're so far behind. I couldn't do it. Imagine that. I've, I've uh, never known you to be that yeah. right. <laughs> Um But uh, we've landed a frame, a production Bronco, uh, and not a $190,000. Not an icon. Bronco. No. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan's a great guy and yeah. a good friend of mine. That's not the market Different I want to hit. I want to do that $80,000 Bronco. Okay, um, the guy that tows it behind his motor home. Pick your color. Here's your Bronco. He could swing a new Stingray, but he wants a Bronco. Bingo. Right. 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 Yep. 
Uh, and then, I mean, would you do the same deal? Like, you pick your colors, your engine, hundred percent stuff. Uh, engine wise, I think on that one, unfortunately, I'm just going to stick to Coyote only. Okay, it's a Ford licensed product. <laughs> yeah, so, what a bummer. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, being, I, I want these to be a Ford licensed product, so I want to stick Ford licensed body, Ford licensed engine, blah blah blah. Have so. you considered doing a Power Stroke? That would be badass, but that's gigantic. That's for a problem. big wouldn't yeah. fit, huh? That would be so cool, though. Yeah, very yes. heavy duty front suspension. Can you imagine that <laughs> little tiny to... Bronco with a power stroke. I didn't say the engine had to go in the front. <laughs> yeah, put it in the back so behind cool. the front seats. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm dreaming up like the wackiest Broncos, and people here are like, "That's not that wacky." We've done that. Yeah, <laughs> there'll probably uh, be one next right. year. It's been done here. <laughs> we have a quad engine Bronco. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. electric hub yeah. motors. Or yes. you go back to once again the EcoBoost motors. You could do a 3.5 or a 2. Badass. A 2.3 would fit in there really easy. Yes, it would. And yeah. it would make more power than that car originally did. And they're so popular. Yeah. You know, I see them out here. I mean, you can see them in different boots. Uh, there's one in Dynacorn's boots, really sexy-looking Bronco. And I'm eyeballing these things, and I'm trying I'm to throw some Resto Mod mix into it, right? And uh, automatic only is the way I want to do them. Okay. Simple, you know, like I said, pick your color. Here's your Bronco. Thank you. Well, the production line. That's the yes. only way you guys can do it and stay right. profitable. Correct. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah, my uh, one of my buddies who, I think his Bronco was here last year, has like the Eleanor-themed one. That's yes. Black. That's his Bronco. That's badass. That thing came out pretty cool. It did. He's pretty happy with it. Uh, the Broncos, like vintage off-roaders are hot. Broncos, though, aren't untouchable. So that's probably a good place to go. That's like kind the, of what we're thinking. And there's a there's a healthy, and I, I call it like the rich guy Bronco, mm-hmm. which honestly would be your sweet spot, a $90,000 Bronco. Yep. I see them priced in Southern California, fully done, 50 grand. Uh, somebody already did the paint, the wheels, and the tires. Right. Yours would be a clean sheet build, so it's correct. So it would be worth the extra 30. Yep. And then for the, the, the guy who just wants a kick around Bronco, they're still out there for 20 20 grand. Yes. Especially California. We have tons of Broncos. Oh, I know you do. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice. Uh, I'm still waiting for someone to start building up the Nissan Patrol. Because <laughs> everybody's, everybody's doing the Land Cruisers. Those are cool. Broncos, uh, Defenders. The Patrol needs a little bit of love. Put like a GTR engine in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be badass. That would, yeah, that'd be a complicated you know, So, again, you know yes. there's some boots I'm right in. now going like, yeah. did you just hear that? <laughs> yeah. We need to do yeah. that. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, Jared, you're a GM guy, though? Yes. Okay, yeah. so how does it feel to wrench on Ford stuff all day? Well, as I've worked there, the longer I've worked there, the more the love kind of gets there. But, uh, I mean, they're just He's a badass nice. car, so, you know. But yeah, I, I mean, will say, the when I interviewed there, when I walked in, I was like, well, it's uh-oh. just a fancy Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> and that is honesty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, it, yeah, it's it's hard to like as much as like you can be a Camaro guy, a Nova guy, a Chevelle guy. There's something pretty damn cool about a fastback Mustang. Oh yeah, and especially the twist that he put on the car and everything kind of gives it just a really you know pissed off look with the side exhaust and just the whole theme of the car with the fat tires and the you know modern suspension and just all the amenities that you can get in the car. You know, it's just how could you not yeah, like absolutely. it? You know, absolutely. Now, what would you like to see you guys build? I would really like to build a twin turbo coyote. Okay. I See, I was expecting you to say like some kind of like long bed C10 <laughs> or something. Well, that would be cool. But, <laughs> I'm but corrupting like, his mind. Yeah. But in our classic recreations, I think it would it would be cool to do a twin turbo car. Could you ever do it like in a production 
line? Probably not. And you'd have to have that one guy come in and be like, pull this one off the line. You're gonna. Here's my money. Here's my time. Here's your time. Here's my money. Yep, that sort of thing. Right. It would right. be sick. Well, what's, he, your, what's your perspective on the fact that like people come, people come and throw like project ideas at me? And, like especially when it's like twenty year olds, I go, yeah, don't try and turbo a normally aspirated car. You're gonna make your life difficult. Do you mm-hmm. guys try and kind of steer away from doing that a little bit? Low compression. Yeah, you, you, you really shouldn't do a power adder of any kind. You know, on a high compression edge, other than nitrous. I, I, you stick a supercharger, even, you know, these Ford kits, they ah, put it on this factory engine, you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, really, you need to be lower compression engine to be safe. Um, you're going to produce more power anyways. So, in my opinion, that's what, what's yours, Jared? Do you think, how are you feeling about that? Well, yeah, I mean, because, uh, you know, a lot of your stock engines don't have the correct pistons in it and stuff like that. You don't burn a hole in the piston, you know. Yeah. It, it may not happen, you know, the first day, but maybe a year or two down the road, right. you know. Or depending on how you drive, how you beat on the car and stuff like that, you burn a hole in the piston, then you're shooting the dipstick. You're off the, mic a little bit. Just oh, then you're shooting the dipstick out of the, you know, car. Yeah. you got oil spraying Which all over Which is a the fun p- trick, but... Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. Maybe if you're following them and it's right. We've never car. done that. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, we've never you've done never, that. You've never positively charged a crankcase. That's never Reverse yeah. I've never thrown yeah. 23 pounds of boost at a 427. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, your license with um, Shelby, is it literally just... The, is it GT350s or... G- Okay, this is kind of cool. So we're licensed for a 350CR and a 500CR, Okay, hence classic recreations. Yep. So I kind of stepped away from the whole, hey, license me for the 350 or 500. I want my own. Okay. And they're our own designs, and they're listed in the Shelby registry as a 350CR or a 500CR. They're not a continuation car. Okay. They're our own animal. Um, so it, that's what I think kind of you know puts us in that little niche uh, realm of of a Shelby car. Absolutely. Has life changed for you guys a little bit as a, you know, basically a boutique small batch manufacturer since, um, you know, when all the APA changes were starting to happen, when, uh, you know, it looked as though we were going to get a little reprieve for guys like you. Um, <laughs> did that basically his, blow his up with the current? doesn't translate to Man, audio. <laughs> you know, I have to refrain from saying a few things, <clears throat> but I will say that a lot of businesses in this industry really like press. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's things that were put out there that um, didn't necessarily. Uh, my PR person, I know she's smirking right now. She's like, "Don't you shut your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> um, it. Uh, how can I put this nicely? Um, that that didn't come to fruition, so that really didn't help us at all. Yeah, at this point. Because um, initially you were going to be able to, it was like you're going to have turnkey, you could be almost correct. a dealership. So basically you could have been a small volume manufacturer. Here, here's the, this is the whole click to the whole thing, okay? So you have to have an EPA certified driveline. Well, unfortunately right now that I'm aware of, the only one you can buy in the American side is an LS. Right. The E-Rod lineup. Well, I'm right. not going to do a production Shelby with an LS. Right. So where do we go from here? So we took a step out. And said, you know what? Fine. So my father and some other people, we have a little veterans and stuff, go buy Mustangs around the world. I don't care where you're at. Right. I don't care. I've got 20, 30 cars all the time. So I'm just doing restorations of originals. It's basically the same thing. Okay. Um, giving the guy a brand new, you know, whatever, all rebuilt and same thing and move on down the road. Yeah. Until that changes, uh, I strongly suggest any builder out there not to use 
you know, you can't manufacture without an EPA certified drive line, at least not for this country. Right. Correct. That is correct. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm sure you could, you could build whatever you want and export it's it to like Dubai or Saudi <laughs> I've or something. I've done it. Yeah. Uh, I can oh, export a brand new have. body with no emissions and ship it to Russia right now. There's but. got to be some badass GT uh, 350 CRs running in About Europe. 40% of my market share is overseas, man. That makes sense. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of cars overseas. A lot of Middle Eastern cars, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, Those guys like but that's to play. so much cooler than, you know, any... any random hypercar that all they have to do is go here's all my money again they go here's my money to you but it just there's history they cracked me up I, I think we talked about this last year man uh, most of my Middle Eastern guys or my Russian guys they'll call they're super great clients I love them to death they'll call and go I want your biggest car what I want everything they're <laughs> <laughs> like okay you want Detroit speed you want, I want everything okay I want it faster than his okay yeah Oh, yeah, because the Russian guys love the half-mile stuff, don't they? Oh, man. Yeah. And yeah. they like to one-up their buddy. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll even, like, try to – I've had them call me and go, hey, man, can you mess with it, you know, make sure that mine's a little quicker? No. Oh, sure, yeah, no problem. That's on you when you yeah. get the car. We're right. holding it to your spec. It's crazy. It's pretty cool, though, man. It, and I, I'm very appreciative for my overseas business. Overseas business. It's – to me – that's a, that's a huge part of my business. Well, you know, who cares who the buyer is? I mean, they just want a cool car. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you driving on a daily basis? Something um, super boring? Yeah, like it's a really badass Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Jeep Wrangler four-door Rubicon. It's lifted and Fox shocks and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you're, so you I'll could, call that Jeep stock. No, yeah. no. Yeah, you, you'd love this article I just ran last week, to which was totally going to divide the Jeep community because in my head – the Jeep Wrangler, specifically the Unlimited, has become the de facto tactical mm-hmm. uh, yeah. vehicle out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like like um, the the shiniest Fox Racing shocks you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. No scratches. Yeah. No, no tree pinstripes. Right. Um, all the lights. All yeah. of them. you got to have those lights on there. Yeah. All the yeah. lights. Uh, extra fuel cans. Uh-huh. And it's like it's parked. Gotta it's hard parked. you got to have the axe. It's yeah. a street crawler. It's yeah. hard parked at Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, crawler. and it's seventy. Yeah. It's seventy thousand dollars worth of shit. That's what I drive. That's okay. Jason's yeah. Jeep. That's me. Yeah. That's, I'm that guy. Yeah. No, I don't have all the lights all over. But um, you know, it's interesting. I, my my Jeep is is a mall crawler. I have to admit, um, it's really cool and big and pissed off looking. But uh, I have a Mustang as well. Um, it's Coyote powered. Um, it's stage three Whipple charger. Blah blah blah. But Jared will tell you. I don't think I've driven the car in three months. Yeah. Um, I leave it. Par- I love the car. Yeah, but that Jeep, man, I, I don't care. If, I don't even wash it. I don't right. think I've washed it since I bought it. Um, I, <laughs> I just enjoy driving it. And whatever. I mean, you the, have a paint shop, so you can just repaint yeah, I mean, it. Just paint right, the car. Right. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, I, and I'm not making fun of your Jeep. No, no, no I don't mean you. I, I'm cool <laughs> if you do. <laughs> well, you probably just everybody least, else. You've probably taken out at least once or twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I get every chance. Like, I really love it when you pull up this, like, uh, say there's a merge and there's a curb there. Oh, I'm like, oh thank God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or when you pull up next to a stock Jeep and you just have to look down. I tell her that all the time. That's one of the funny, because mine looks so big. You know, it's like some gigantic lifted Hummer when you pull up next to a stock Wrangler. They're like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah I, how, I dig it. That's how I did. I was in the, when Nissan first came out with the Titan XD. I was mm-hmm. driving that. And it's, it's, it's like just an inch higher or an inch or two higher than like that the current the Ben current Silverado mm-hmm. or the Ford so, or even the Ram. I just give them a little look down. And they're like they don't care though because they don't want a Nissan anyway. Um, yep, right. which is funny because it's built in like 
Georgia or Texas or something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the, the truck people are funny people, uh, and not old truck people. That's a different breed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the new truck people. Uh, so it's awesome that I mean, business is good. Then yes, sir. You're expanding. Uh, you probably have a, a, a larger staff. Yes, we do. Uh, I, the first time I met you was in Irvine. I remember you guys brought the car over and yes. I drove one of the cars and like that was it. And then you guys and now you're like best buddies with Jason Connor. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all thinking, I'm gonna be late, man. I'm gonna be late. Um, <laughs> come a long way. And and you helped Jason get his engine right. Yes, his for his never-ending project. Yeah. You know, that's what I said. We all have projects. Get over it. We're um, all, they're all kind of sitting there. You yeah. know. Yeah. It's unfortunately his uh, focus got wrecked out a couple months ago. Oh, man. But he just went and swapped it out. He's like, yeah, I got a Boxster for him. Yeah. Try That's this cool. Yeah. That's cool. So Good for him on that one. I really want to see that Mustang done, though, especially with that engine. It's like, badass, man. It's going to yeah. be sick. I mean, is working with Ford on the engine side just super easy? Cause they just go, here's a box. It has yeah. an engine in it. Right. That was a dream come true. Really weird. But a small business my size to be direct with Ford is unheard of. You go look, and it's not like that. Um, I was lucky enough to jump in there, and then a local dealer, Joe Cooper, was a friend of mine, and he's the one that called Ford and said, I want Jason to be able to do this because I don't sell this stuff. Well, that was nine years ago, and now we're in their top 20 for purchasing because we buy all the drive lines from them compared to the guy buying T-shirts and hats and shit. Right. So, you know, it's put us up there on the map. and It's been, as far as, uh, how do I say, uh, service, you can't beat it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's unheard of. It's weird. It's like I'm waiting for something to go wrong because it's not. Right. It's been great. How uh, Have you been able to get your hands on a voodoo motor or are they still going, nope, no, nothing yet? So they tricked us and said, uh, the new 5.2. You yeah. know, so we were all excited and pumped up. That's a coyote that's been stroked. Yeah. Oh, that's not a voodoo. It's not flat plane. No. And um, I don't know if we're going to get it. I don't think we are. Here's the problem with the voodoo. It's got six dampers on it. Yeah. So in order for you to, I don't know how that's going to work, man. Um, the day it does, though, I'm gonna, there's no question. We'll, we'll be there. Ten of, I need ten of them. Uh, Absolutely. But maybe they'll feel a little bit of a push now with the Hell Crate just coming out. Yeah. I mean, that could be a, a nudge. Which yeah. And also, if you start doing Mopar stuff. Uh, already, hello. You're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. It's already. Yeah, right. It was on my, my little uh, deck that I'm handing out to right. certain individuals. Fantastic. That's, that's awesome stuff. Well, we know a certain Mopar fanatic that will gladly go film those cars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's on tomorrow. Um, yep. So I know we actually don't get a lot of time with you guys because you guys are on a bit of a tra- time crunch. So yes, I don't want to smoke up too much of your time here. Um, I mean, these SEAM episodes are shorter, so that's just the way life goes. Yeah. Um, but um, tell anybody out there interested in buying one of your cars, where do they go? You can reach us at uh, online at www.1967fastback.com. That's 1967fastback.com. Or you can call us toll-free at 877-235-3266. All right, and then the normal social media stuff, just look for oh, Classic yeah. Recreations. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, we're all over, you know, whatever. Yep, Classic You guys will laugh, I don't even have a social media about it, our I'm jealous. Well, that's why you have PR people. Yes. I'm, I'm jealous. I, yes. I hate Facebook. I do, uh, I like Instagram. I hate I Twitter's hate to say okay. that publicly, but I'm no, not no, a big it's fine. fan of it. It's, it's all terrible. For my business, it's good, though. I mean, all you do is look on and see that the world is ending. So It's a necessary uh, evil. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Jason, Jared, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank um, you. Thank all, you. Always one of our favorite guests, so it's always Thanks, a pleasure dude. to see you. Thank you. And um, 
uh, you have to let us know when the Mopar stuff happens. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thank guys. You guys. Thank, Thank you. Guys.